Yo, Wixas, Nugo Am Gaiustis. Hello, I'm your host, Mike Glendale, and you're tuned in to Raven's Call, a podcast about Indigenous culture, politics, and contemporary issues. I want to thank you in advance. It's only by connecting with each other we can achieve true reconciliation in this country. So, from me to you, Gela Kesla, thanks for listening. I hope our work here can bring all of our communities just a little bit closer together. This time on the Raven's Call, we are presenting the continuation of our series, Claiming Sovereignty, a show that takes a look into Indigenous governance in British Columbia, Canada. Look, Josephine gets it. The root of the work here, it looks like policy. It's icy. Might even seem cold and systemic, but the trick is, it's actually safeguards for our people. It takes a special person to be able to break down what a nation needs. And Josephine came out swinging with a hammer of logic and wisdom, asking that our administration submit to checkpoints. Normal ones, like criminal record checks. Accountability and responsibility for our leadership and for our nation to provide safety for all of our members. Josephine, she's the heart, the voice, and the mind of our people. We've all walked a long winding road to come to the table and work on this governance code. And her sobering voice and inclusive approach has this way of bringing people in and making us all family. She gets it. Over the course of this process, it turns out Josephine was close with my late grandfather, Sandy Glendale. She met him hitchhiking and you know what? That's the most Sandy Glendale thing I ever heard. I didn't just get a good governance code. I also found a relative that was somehow cosmically connected to me through my late grandfather. Life's tough, but Josephine's tougher. Show up, be brave, say your piece, and stand up for what's right. Basically, bro, just do it. Gile Kesla listeners, allies, and fellow Bakwum. Go on, get it? Just get her done, cousins. Let's go then. Hi, Josephine. Hi, Michael. Hi. Uh, if you don't, if you wouldn't mind for the uninitiated, uh, could you introduce yourself to us, uh, please? Oh, I am um, Josephine Dennis. Uh, from the Denmarkta First Nation. Um, yeah, that's me. <laughs> awesome. Okay, just uh, so we can get a beat on it. It's been uh, a wonderful time uh, having you in group. And I wanted to pull you aside just for really quick uh, on this project to talk about a little bit about what it's like being in the process of developing a governance code with our nation. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, what what's it been like? Um, I mean, it's it's been uh, you know super cool. It, honestly, it's uh, been um, you know for for me this process has been um, you know a lot, uh, and it, but it's been honestly you know from the grassroots kind of perspective about like a changing the narrative of loss for you know kind of for indigenous people mm. for taking our indigenous power back mm. and about believing in first nations sovereignty and taking steps towards truth and reconciliation even especially within our nation mm-hmm. and um you know in that process you know it's been about empowering each other you know, our band, our territory, our culture, it, that is our identity. And individually and as a community, we need that back. 
we need our identity back. Mm-hmm. Um, but the end goal, as far as this, the custom code, um, is building a foundation for our nation that is that makes our nation available to all of us. Our, our nation, I mean, we have a super strong nation. It's growing in numbers. And so mostly, like for our younger generation to have a strong foundation, you know, my from my perspective, it's like creating a safe and calm and happy atmosphere in your family home. I mean, clinically, if you break that down, that, that means there has to be responsible, proactive, concerned, involved leadership. There needs to be organization. There needs to be common values and rules that apply to everyone. And there can't be favorites for that to happen. And so, mm-hmm. you know, in, in my opinion, really this um, custom code is creating that foundation for our, so our community can grow and and uh, grow, you know, economically and spiritually and culturally, you know, and hopefully, you know, even within our territory, then, you know, you know, we can grow in the ways of, the, you know, having homes and, you know, building in that way as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in, in my years of experience in supporting youth and families and children and women, one of the most important factors in social development and growth is what I've always thought of as having a safe place to land. So that's like going home after a hard day's work, or, you know, or anything like that. You know, you have a safe place to go to. And our members, any Indigenous people for that matter, need, I, I, in my opinion, like need that safe home base and community. We need that back. And so whether it's there for people to live on our territory or somewhere to turn to for support by phone or, you know, whatever, then the Nakta First Nations, you know, right now are finding how to grow together. And as a nation, and so everyone can know and understand what their rights are, to be proud and empowered, to be involved, and to know what it is to, you know, what it is our nation and territory to feel welcome and safe and know how to approach and access chiefs, council, you know, supports to be physically present on our home territory. And and this process um, is just starting to open those channels of connection and, you know, breaking down barriers and feeling more connected and hopefully, you know, helping other members, helping you know, all members feel the same. Well, really, in all uh, these, um, and I'm glad you say so, uh, all of these, I uh, just wanted to interject for two seconds. Sorry to break your train of thought, but I just wanted to, I'm sitting here nodding. I'm just nodding into my microphone, thinking about the previous discussions I've had with other members and adjacent tribes that are echoing yeah. the same things you're saying, you know, Josephine. And yeah. So, um uh, I feel, I just wanted to interject and say, you know, I feel closer. Uh, I feel like coming into these meetings, I always kind of assumed everybody 
was very connected and I was the outsider. When the truth was actually, we were all kind of coming back from our own, you know, isolated places in the world. So is that, it, it, yeah. It's true, you know, like all, you know, in, in my opinion, I mean, in my understanding and experience, you know, we're urban indigenous for a reason. And that's because we've been displaced, mm-hmm. you know? So, if we were all on our home territory, we wouldn't be going through this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's not how, you know, things have worked out for us for the last, um, you know, 100 years or so. Yeah, <laughs> but, pretty much. You know, <laughs> uh, um, but this is, you know, steps towards, you know, like I say, there is truth and reconciliation going on in the world, but there's also, you know, our own... Uh, banned truth and reconciliation it's true a lot of people don't know that and i was being in meetings with you i'm sitting back and and noting the challenges and going through the challenges and thinking to myself i wonder what other challenges people are finding as they go along in this process uh yeah um i mean you know there there have been challenges and i mean i mean personally um and i think you know, one thing that I've discovered and realized over the past few years is that, you know, it's it's not just me, you know, it's I think, uh, you know, what I found out is through because of our life experience and everything that we've all gone through as just as indigenous people, um, you know, um, we're all struggle to kind of overcome the anxiety and the fears of stepping out of your comfort zone. Mm. And you know, and and stepping forward in an unfamiliar process, you know, like this, like like the building the custom code is a hundred percent unknown. You know, I don't have any education about it. I've never done it before. You know, anything like that. But you know, after you know, we've all come together and and we're able to chat and start connecting. And then, you know what, a custom code, you know what that means? That means us, you know? So that was Mm. kind of the realization. Good one. And so, you know, we, we were the only ones who could step up and do this process is the the band membership were the only ones who could contribute and mm-hmm. do this process mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so but it, i mean it was it was um so it was so helpful and you know and fun and um you know everything awesome when we were when we did start connecting and chatting um because you know we even started with how do we build a plan to build the plan yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what i mean yeah so, you know we were really you know ground the baseline of how where do we start below the ground and, up <laughs> yeah that's right yeah and so and we built from there mm. you know and so i mean for me it was definitely like a, a growing and learning process and I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, there were, you know, there were, there was so much diversity in our little group. And that was awesome. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, at different times, we all brought our own life experience. We all, all brought, you know, any cultural knowledge 
the elder wisdom was there, you know, the different points of view, the different visions, and also some really educated people at the table to develop, to develop this code. So everyone's contribution contributed to building the code. And I think that, you know, when I uh, crunched some numbers and, and sort of realized that um, I think there's less than 400 of us left on Earth. There's uh, a, just about 15,000 tigers left on Earth and they're considered endangered. So I always think about how few of us there are left and how important it is that we get everybody's voice into the discussion because now's the time. It's critical. It's critical time, you know, to get things back together. That's right. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the most important things that was, you know, the most important thing was to, you know, try to get everyone, whatever anyone wanted to say or any, um, you know, what they wanted to see or any of their concerns. Those were all the most important things. I like there's a there's it was it's been a long journey uh, exploring the code, but really it's been a long journey being indigenous. Um, but uh, concerning our meetings and the work, what was one of the most important elements of this custom code for you as a member? You know, I really I've really thought about that. And, you know, I mean, the whole element of the custom code, you know, there's accountability, equality, balance and leadership, structure to address conflicts of interest. So it, it is really difficult to isolate one thing in the whole custom code. But the whole custom code um, is based on building trust and safety in our community and leadership. Mm. And, you know, and having leadership, administration, you know, one of the most important things is for having everyone entrusted with our resources, our money, our business interactions, community engagements, all of that stuff. Everyone will have a criminal record check. Mm -hmm. And that is, you know, another step towards building that trust and safety for our membership. Honestly, it's those kind of baseline things, I think, that outside organizations, governments and uh, bodies and administrations are going to just sort of nod their head and wonder how uh, how we functioned without those kind of things prior. But the truth is, there's a lot of nations out there that are operating on zero or, or all close to zero uh, uh, of government structure. Um, well, I mean, you know, but you just said how we functioned before. Well, we didn't. Yeah. You know, there, there wasn't, a, a, you know, a whole group of us, you know, but this is, you know, for all, every member, you know, to know what the processes are, to feel safe and to feel involved and knowing, you know, what the code is and what process we're following to keep things, you know, uh, uh, fair for everybody. Right. Definitely. I, there were some things I noticed, um, you know, there's been a huge movement. Uh, you know, I remember Luann Neal and Nicole Hajash, Ruby Manila. There's a bunch of people that really stand out to have decided to make a stand and do the right thing in the face of adversity. Um, lots of struggles. But there's like there's been some new sort of. Uh, growth in community. Um, I'd like to ask you, what was some of the best parts of this process for you? 
Um, well, definitely, you know what? Uh, Ruby, Luann, Nicole, everyone, you know, like, I mean, their struggle, this has been going on for years. And so, and they have been, um, like, just absolutely irreplaceable and invaluable in this whole years-long process that started before, way before we started building the custom code. Um, but the, what, one of the most important elements of this custom code, um, I mean, the, one of the best parts is seeing the pro-action in action, uh, you know, getting food fish, mm -hmm. salmon, mm -hmm. prod, hooligans, you know, all that for the first time. Mm -hmm. And that just warms the heart. I mean, it's traditional food and sustenance for the body, but really more importantly, I mean, it's true medicine for the soul and spirit. Mm -hmm. it, you know, in, from an indigenous point of view, to feel involved, to feel connected, and to feel honestly, you know, cared about. Mm -hmm. um, I, I mean, uh, I mean, you know, honestly, really, the very the best part has been meeting so many other members face to face and seeing that we are all, you know, just people and that we're all pretty awesome. And everyone I've met has been so super cool, funny, super talented, you know, wicked skills and education for our small band. Mm -hmm. You know, we have amazing people in our membership and one thing that we have um, an incredible awesome and unbreakable common bond is that we are all the Nakta First Nation and that has been really the best well I can't disagree with you on any of that but I am going to add to it uh, that on the day we came together and we voted on our leadership structure I was I was so excited to see you do 50-50 draws. It really, it, it sealed up a crack in my old aging heart where I just wanted some normal Indigenous stuff to go on. <laughs> I wanted Bingo, I wanted 50-50 draw, I wanted Looney Tootie, <laughs> I want to just feel like I'm home again. You know, I want to yeah. feel... I want to feel Indigenous with my own people. And I really, like, to me, that's what I hope more of. And I really, I want to encourage you to keep showing up, keep being awesome and keep bringing that sense of community into our nation because you were the only one that had that on the agenda that day. So Gaelic, yes, love for that. <laughs> well, that was, that was super fun. It was super awesome. And yeah, I mean, you know, the whole day was amazing, but that was definitely, you know, super fun. Well, we can only hope that there's some sort of big old potlatch to get us all together at the end of this thing and hopefully a big, long, uh, you know, uh, healthy future for our young ones. I know that we're rapidly multiplying in our membership. And uh, I just want to say, Gilakia for taking some time to come and share this really important message about your hard work and uh, what it takes to sort of bring a nation back together, Josephine. Um, and thank you. I mean, you know, you're all there too. So, you know, we, we all did that all together, honestly. And that concludes this episode of Raven's Call, exploring Indigenous sovereignty in British Columbia, Canada. Josephine Dennis is also a prolific artist. She's a hardworking artist and a business. If you're looking for corporate gifting 
or spending some of that reconciliation cash you got kicking around, find her on her socials under Josephine Dennis on Facebook or on Instagram or other socials. I'm sure she'd appreciate the business and provides quality products. Please check the description to find links to connect with Josephine Dennis. Gaelic Yesla listeners, thanks for tuning in. And don't forget to come back because there's more to talk about in Indigenous sovereignty. So no matter who you are or where you're at, I hope you're well and I hope you're doing good. Stay safe and Gaelic Yesla. Halak Yesla.